Thank you for listening. This is Getting to Know You, a podcast introducing Jewish Federation of Desert CEO, Alan Potash, to leaders, influencers, and people of interest in the Coachella Valley. I'm Jeff Hawker, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Alan Potash. How are you doing today? Jeff, I'm doing good. How was your cruise? It was fantastic. We went to the Mexican Riviera, so that was uh, a lot be- of fun. How beautiful. So who did you bring into the office today for me to meet? Well, we brought in Ted Weil, who is the city council member for the city of Rancho Mirage. Awesome. Well, Ted, nice to meet you. As well as, as, as me as well. Thank you for coming into the Jewish Federation of the Desert's office. I'm in awe of you. You don't, you're an elected official in a community of a variety of different people. So tell me about yourself and how did you get into being a city council member? Well, uh, I retired to the, to the desert about 25 years ago. I was a, uh, a developer primarily throughout California and Nevada, developing master plan communities. And, uh, I had come down to the desert frequently. Uh, my parents had a home here. My grandparents lived here at one time. And uh, I became a wonderful golf bum. <laughs> and it was great. Um, and after a few years, um, one of the people in the foursome I played regularly with was Dana Hobart. Um, and Dana and I... Uh, again, a a dear friend for 25 years, uh, played a lot of golf together. Then one day he said to me that he was going to run for city council. And I said, you're out of your mind. Why are you doing that? I said, we are having too much fun doing what we're doing. (laughs) He said, no, I, I, I think I can, you know, make a contribution. Dana is politically inclined anyway. He ran for uh, the Los Angeles City Council at one time in one of the state offices. In any case, Dana uh, was elected to the City Council. <clears throat> and then after a few years, uh, he's a dangerous guy, as, as you'll hear in a moment. So <laughs> uh, after a few years, he said to me, you know, we really need somebody on the Planning Commission. Uh, I'd like to appoint you to the Planning Commission because of your real estate development background. So I said, okay, great, I'll do that. Well, of course, you know, that was like um, uh, the first little bit of a narcotic. So I get on the planning commission, and then tragically, after a few years, uh, there were several uh, deaths on the city council. Uh, In this case, it was Gordon Moeller. Mm -hmm. Dana then said, okay, would you consider running for city council. Would you put your hat in the ring? And I said, no. And then another year went by and he came back again. Um, I then said, okay, I would consider it. That was in 2012. And here I am in 22. You never look back. (laughs) I never look back. And, and, And again, I might joke about Dana and his seductive ways. Uh, but it really has been a wonderful relationship. Sadly, Dana is no longer on the council as of a year ago, uh, but the city is, continues to do well, and that's that was how I ended up getting on the council. So it's a, a great story, and it's a good indication of somebody who comes from a planning and development background 
And I look at Rancho Mirage and I'm new here, so I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but it seems to be a pretty well laid out community. Uh, and I also think that there's an opportunity for some growth in the community. As a city council person, what do you see as the potential for expanding housing and resources in Rancho Mirage? Well, uh, keep in mind, as of now, <clears throat> uh, Rancho Mirage is about 85% built out. We have a population of approximately 18,500. When we're fully built out, our population will be give or take 28 to 30,000 people. We will still be the second smallest city in the valley, Indian Wells being the first, Indio being the largest. The major growth is on the east end of the valley. Uh, but we have some incredible things going on in Ranch Mirage. Uh, and I think uh, one of the projects that you would be interested in hearing about, which I'm sure would be one of your questions if I didn't beat you to it, <laughs> would, would be the Catino project, which yeah. is a Disney project. Uh, that project will be transformative as far as Rancho Mirage is concerned. 1,700 homes, um, a hotel, uh, retail and entertainment area, restaurants, and so forth, all centered around a 24-acre lagoon. Now, normally when I'm talking to people, uh, invariably, and again, uh, I would anticipate a question from you would be, uh, gee, our lagoon, aren't we in a drought area? Isn't this an area where there's a water shortage? Um, so let me, let, let me address some of those things um, because I'm sure they're on your list anyway. Well, I was going to talk about the lagoon. I do read The Desert Sun, and it's been a controversial subject for a while, but I'll let you explain it. And, and, and indeed I will. <laughs> so um, You wouldn't be a very good politician if you didn't explain it. Oh, can I, can I um, correct your nomenclature and say public servant I, as opposed I, I, I would, to poli politician? Yeah, you, uh, I will accept that. Yeah. A little kinder and a little more gentle. Yes. Um, the, in 2019, <clears throat> the environmental impact study was made on this particular master plan. Long before uh, any of us knew that Disney would ever be involved, uh, Disney came in almost a year ago by DMB, uh, a development company out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, they're the ones that uh, attracted Disney. We literally had no knowledge whatsoever. We're thrilled, but we had no knowledge. So the, the study had already been done. I will tell you this, that the Coachella Valley Water District did a study as far as availability of water is concerned. And they gave an allocation to this project that is basically less than what we need and is being used. Um, so that there is more than ample water as far as the facility is concerned. <clears throat> this project will have 
the only two-pipe system in the entire valley. Two pipes, meaning one pipe to every resident for potable or drinkable water and one pipe for recycled water. Mm -hmm. There will be a recycling facility on site. There's a total of 618 acres in the plan. So you're going to get recycled water to each of the residents as well as the hotel. Now, if you have been, and, I, and you mentioned that you have been reading about it, the city late, most recently has uh, allocated $3 million out of our reserves to a turf uh, program, a turf conversion program, basically uh, for drought tolerant plantings. Okay. The estimate so far from the water company is what we've been able to do with that $3 million will save 75 million gallons per year in water. The lagoon will probably use 25 million. Now that's a net savings of 50 million. And by the way, uh, this turf rebate program was long after this pro property was master planned. It had nothing to do with the master plan, but again, it shows what we're doing from a sustainability standpoint and the water. Uh, Catino uh, will be one of the largest projects in the history of Rancho Mirage. Uh, Disney, with their impeccable taste, will do it in a first-class way. So I think that it will be... Um, a remarkable project that we all will be very proud of over the next five to seven years. How many people do you anticipate moving in to this development? Well, there's 1,700 homes. So, you know, give or take two to a home, 3,000 people or so. Uh, that would be, you know, an approximation. Uh, the type of product uh, will vary between single family uh, attached and detached condominiums. There will be a uh, one section, uh, probably uh, guessing several hundred uh, homes of a age restricted over five, uh, 55. Um, so it'll be a variety of product. I think it's interesting to know that when I came out here, you know, Rancho Mirage seems to be very organized in terms of the uh, gated communities that exist already. I've also noticed the traffic can be quite a problem. So you're talking about 1,700 homes, maybe 4,000 people, which, and I've noticed here in Rancho Mirage that each each person owns like three cars. So multiply that 4,000, you're talking about 12,000 new cars on the road. That I know that's a that's an exaggeration, but uh, traffic, how, how are you planning to deal with the traffic? Well, again, in, if you... Uh, take a look, which is on our city website, by the way, the Environmental Impact Report. It deals with traffic. <clears throat> Anytime you have growth or have a project, you have to address the normal concerns of any resident. Traffic, uh, any sort of congestion, uh, crime, litter, noise, anything that and would... services. Be, exactly. Yeah, anything, police, fire. Absolutely. Anything that might 
disrupt the lifestyle of your residents. So the traffic study addresses that as far as <clears throat> taking traffic from the development down Bob Hope, uh, down Gerald Ford, down Monterey, along Frank Sinatra, and so forth. And if you read it, you'll find that the impact will not be significant. Now, anyone can say, well, wait a second, you're going to have X number of cars. Of course it's going to be busier. I mean, that logic says that. We know that. <clears throat> In the valley here, as you may have noticed during the time you've been here, our valley, the entire valley, doubles in population size during the during the season. Right. Literally, Rancho Mirage goes from 18,000 to 35,000. I mean, right now, if we go outside, is the busiest time of the year for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, will it be busier? Of course. Um, but I think that it um, it has been addressed in the environmental impact report. So, so do you think that most of the residents will be part-timers then in the new development? Hard to say. Uh, I think that um, um, more than likely uh, it will be uh, more permanent developed uh, homes than part-time. Um, I'm asked again, um, I'll tell you, you can take it off your list. Uh, the, 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 the question is, well, what's going to be the price of the houses? And, you know, what do you think it will be? And and so forth. Well, the only thing I can tell you, obviously, like everything else in life, it's going to be expensive. To date, we have only seen, you know, rough renderings of the houses. We have not had anything formally submitted uh, to the planning department, so I can't be more specific about that. We anticipate sales will start sometime in 23, uh, this coming year. Uh, and it will take a, you know, obviously a, you know, four or five year period for it to be built out. <clears throat> it's analogous to some degree uh, to Dell Webb. Dell Webb, as you know, over, over 55. That's 1,100 homes. And that's in its fourth year and approaching sellout now. Hmm. They have about, mm, they're down to their last 100 homes. Um, so this will take longer, but is much more involved because not only is it residential and a hotel, but you're going to have a very thriving uh, retail um, business restaurant area. That's great. Boy, the council is really lucky to have you on since you know so much about building and traffic flow and everything that goes into these major projects. Well, thanks, Jeff. And, and, and uh, this this is a little self-serving, and I'm not even running for re-election, by the way, at this point. Um, that's one of the reasons that I feel that I want to stay around. <clears throat> that yeah. I like to feel that that's an area that I might be able to contribute as far as my background is concerned. So, I'm I, I, again, being new here, you you came here, what, 25 years ago? You created a life for yourself. You're, you're a public servant. You've done great work. Rancho Mirage is is a beautiful, beautiful area. You made a comment that it goes from eighteen thousand to over thirty thousand people. What will it take to have more people become permanent residents of this area? It's happening now. Um, it's really we don't have to do anything. It's happening automatically, as you well know. With the pandemic, 
um, so much change. Uh, the work habits uh, change dramatically. Uh, so many people uh, relocated from Los Angeles, Orange County, uh, the Bay Area, and so forth to the desert communities uh, during the pandemic and started to work remotely. <clears throat> that still uh, has set a pattern. And so many people now that they're here found that the lifestyle was so appealing that they're staying. So I think that already there is a conversion. I think what we've found in doing the podcast is over the last, let's say, 22 years, the restaurant scene has improved, the art, the culture, the theater, you know, which is a driving force for people moving into an area. Absolutely. Um, let me tell you a couple other things that are going on in Rancho Mirage. Okay. Um, in addition to Cotino, which, which will be major, um, you might have... Uh, read about Sensai, which is um, Sensai is a international spa um, that uh, uh, is developed by Larry Ellison, um, and that uh, uh, was formerly property owned by the Blixith family. It includes a private golf course uh, that's in Magnesia Falls area. Um, it's a uh, spa that uh, will have international fame. Uh, not inexpensive, by the <laughs> way. Um, and so that opened in November of this past year. It will it will garner uh, international uh, international fame. Does Larry still own that property? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and he owns the spa. Um, that probably is one of the, the, the major uh, attractions, uh, along with Katina. Um, the, uh, the city itself, um, and by the way, you talk about with this expansion, what we've done is in order to make certain that we control traffic, uh, we have increased the budget for public safety. Okay. We've increased the budget as far as uh, traffic control, motorcycle, uh, uh, police force, etc. Our crime statistics are very low. Uh, in in a city like Rancho Mirage, you you will not have any. I shouldn't say you will not. We have not had any violent crimes. You will get uh, things that are attracted in a high-income area, <clears throat> petty thefts, uh, break-ins, and so forth. Because Rancho Mirage is also a second-home community, as you, so you'll find a certain amount of uh, thefts there. Yeah, I'm, and, a, I'm a victim of uh, theft in Rancho Mirage. Oh, darn it, I'm sorry two, to hear Two brand-new electric bicycles that were stolen out of a parking garage uh, about three months ago. Nuts. I was also rear-ended on... Your, one of your streets, Frank Sinatra and Bob Hope, uh, by a person who wasn't paying attention to where they were going. I was at a stop. So I've been a victim of, of two, uh, I wouldn't call them crimes, but they were uh, definite uh, crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah, haven't gotten my car repaired yet because car repairs are kind of slow in this town. But just, but I just, wanted, get there. just wanted to just say that, you know, 
as a newcomer to the to the community, uh, having two incidences in a short period of time uh, was quite a surprise. But I, I'm going to hold that against you. Well, the the rear ending we can't do anything about that. Sadly, <laughs> that that can, that can occur anywhere. We know that. Um, and as far as the you know stolen articles. That happens in high-income areas. It does, it does. Uh, in the time that we have left, I'm going to ask you a couple of very personal questions. You talked about golfing. I know you can't say you have a favorite golf course, but where do you golf the most frequently? Uh, right now, nowhere. And I say that sadly. And I live uh, I live at Mission Hills, uh, five minutes from the first tee of three golf courses. <laughs> uh, I was... Uh, a golf addict. I was on the golf team at Mission Hills. Uh, I would play three days or four days a week, and when I wasn't playing, I was practicing. Then uh, I got involved in the city, um, and I still keep my hand as a real estate investor, uh, you know, from a private standpoint. Uh, so between that and uh, uh, those activities, uh, golf has fallen by the wayside. As I mentioned to you, Jeff, early on, uh, I do believe in activity, exercise. I'm in the gym every day, uh, but golf is no longer part of it. My favorite course was the Dinah Shore course at Mission Hills. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good course. Yeah. Two more questions. W one, to a newcomer coming to Rancho Mirage, what is your favorite thing to do here? Well, um, again, I I, uh, I would take advantage of uh, everything that we have, all of the natural beauty. Uh, I think if you like the outdoors, the hiking here is fabulous. We have wonderful trails. Right across the street, as you know, is City Hall, and behind City Hall is a wonderful hiking trail. Uh, we have numerous uh, trails. Um, so... The, the, the scenery is breathtaking. Uh, I like to think that we have uh, excellent dining facilities. Um, the The quality of life is exceptional. And so uh, the other thing that we provide is a lot of entertainment for our residents. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you've been to the amphitheater um, where we have a number of programs. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, my wife and I will be there on Sunday uh, for South Pacific. Um, yeah, Desert Theater Ensemble. They just do a great job. Um, yeah. Well, and and thank you and congratulations to getting the Coachella Valley Symphony as part of your um, season. You know, because the Moody Blues are coming up at the end of March, um, which will be great. And and by the way, I don't know if you were there, Jeff, for the symph the last symphony. Yes, they were fabulous. I mean, it was outstanding. And so much of we do what we do, by the way, uh, we do without a charge. It's it, no, really that's yeah. good to know. In other words, it's strictly for the benefit uh, of the valley, it, and it's not restricted to Rancho Mirage residents either. Uh, I think this. The other thing uh, is that if you haven't been. Uh, our library is world-class. Uh, it is absolutely outstanding. And there are activities at the library literally daily, hmm. 
almost every day of the year, whether it be music, whether it be lectures, what you name it, it is just an outstanding facility. So that's one of the star attractions. So the last question I'm going to ask you is one you you might not want to answer, but Rancho Mirage is in the middle of so many different communities. You've got Cathedral City, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Indian Wells, Indio, La Quinta, et cetera, et cetera. How, how do you stand above all those other ones? Well, I, my attitude about it is this. <clears throat> Obviously, uh, without a question, I'm prejudiced. I think that Rancho Mirage has has set a very elite standard. Uh, but I maintain this. I think what one city does affects all cities. I view it as a valley. Uh, for example, what goes on in Palm Springs uh, benefits all of us. The same thing, whether it be Coachella Music Fest uh, in Coachella or the BMP Paribas Tennis Tournament in Indian Wells. Uh, our golf tournaments here uh, in the Valley, uh, we have a senior um, PGA golf Pretty tournament great. coming in March. That's a contribution to the entire area. Do I think we we shine? Yes. But on the other hand, I view it as one large valley complementing each other. Well, I agree with you. Well, Ted, thank you very much for being with us today. Councilman Well, you're clearly a great spokesperson for Rancho Mirage. And on a side note, I've seen you at several community events. So I know you're out there promoting Rancho Mirage around the community. So thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. And what is the website for the city of Rancho Mirage? RanchoMirage.com. Uh, there you go. This has been Getting to Know You. Thank you for listening. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast and other podcast forums. Thank you, Jeff.